0: Everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zowoski. Then man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man.
1: Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the baking guy mazda vorland park fredo's culinary kitchen and nick and ivy brewing i am rick camp alongside fellow fat jay zawoski and jay we're kind of breaking form a little bit just in the fact of we're recording while it's still light out
2: yeah it's weird and
1: yeah it's, it's like Still, yes, it is technically the morning on Sunday when we are recording right now. And uh, I think we're both a little disoriented, but I know we got plenty to get to today.
2: Oh, we got a ton to get to. And thanks for being with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you are uh, subscribed on your favorite podcast app. That's helpful. So, you are not, you know, it's great when you just like tune in and find it. But when you're subscribed, you're going to get them right there, right when they pop up, nice and fresh. So do that. Also, make sure you, if you're watching us on YouTube, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast that you hit that like button for us every time. Make sure you subscribe to that channel as well. I've not checked our subscribers, uh, but we gotta get to that 1000 mark. Let's find a creative way to do that. I wish hmm. there was a way. See, here's the thing. YouTube's weird and I've done some research and maybe there's some people that actually know YouTube a little better than I do. Cause like we could see the people who subscribe, right? But I can't yeah. contact them. I have no way of direct, like contacting them directly. And I would say like, throw your email into your comment. Yeah. And then I could email you that way. Maybe they could do it like, you know, how you tweet out your email. Like, I'll actually do, like, uh, when we do the Hawks mailbag, I'll say Black Hawks and then write A T, Mm -hmm. all C H G O D O T C O M, like phonetically, instead of having to type it. We'll find a way. We're going to find a way to get over that 1,000 hump.
1: Maybe Um, 847 subscribers. Okay.
2: We're moving up slowly slowly Uh, but we got to get to that 1000 and uh, I'll find a way and we'll announce it and we'll send you uh, not only an I'm fat podcast t-shirt but how about a Nick and Ivy gift card how does that sound Ooh, yeah all right so well you know what let's just do that if you're comfortable subscribe Mm -hmm. to our YouTube page and then comment on today's video our videos post on Tuesdays on today's video with your email but do it so it's not like a link or so it can't be copied and pasted so like write d-o-t-c-o-m right so i can just see what it is and then do it man manually babe and mm-hmm. then we'll get people entered
1: once we get to a thousand we'll pick a winner yeah bada bing bada boom that's how we do it or or and i'm just spitballing so we're producing this on the air yes. if you're not necessarily comfortable with that screenshot your subscription and email it to i at gmail.com that's a better idea so either of those will work. <laughs> yes, the, either of
2: those will work. I'm fatpot at gmail.com is to where you want to send that. We're also on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and. Threads. Threads. But uh, I think Threads I died.
1: Yeah, it had a good run.
2: It was but, an, it was a fun know. week. What a, yeah. Threads was really the friends we made around the along the way, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> it kind of was. <laughs> then what's blue sky? I don't know. I you know I don't know either. Like I don't like the
2: way Twitter's going, but at the same time like everyone's there already. Everybody has so much sweat equity into it. And what I use Twitter for, mm-hmm. I need people to be there. Yep. It's not just another place where I'm just like sharing thoughts like into the ether. I use it for my job. Like I need I'm like a, I need it for news. Mm-hmm. And I can't just wait for threads or blue sky or whatever to populate enough newsmakers to actually go over there. So I guess we're right. just sort of stuck
1: with X. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who on Blue Sky or Threads is going to tell you every time Connor Bedard has blinked?
2: That's right. Well, that's Mario Tirabasi's job, which I appreciate. Okay. Yeah, that's his department. Um, anyway, we've got our Patreon. You can help us out. Uh, you can tip us on Twitter. You can also uh, click in our description here, and there's a link to contribute monthly if you'd like to help us out financially. Or, again, the best way to help us for free is to just leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, we also, I believe there is a Tee Public sale running through today, Monday. Uh, it yes. started Sunday with very little fanfare, as Tee Public is wont to do. Um, but jump on there, see if there's a sale. $16 Classic Tees. I'm FatMerch.com. All right, uh, before we get into our typical fat stuff, mm-hmm. um, I want to mention uh, the death of Jimmy Buffett, which... Hit me a little bit harder yesterday than I expected. There was a time in my early twenties where I would like fully identify as a as like a capital P parrothead. Like oh oh yeah, like I went to a ton of shows. Maybe younger than that actually, like college ish, like that age. So all the Cougars were like (laughs) on you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you know me and women. Oh, they're just I'm beating them all. Well, I mean.
1: Well, I mean, the, the Cougars at a Buffett show are tipsy at a minimum. So
2: oh no, it's a lot of drunkenness um, for sure. So, um, but over the years, like I kind of phased out of the I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, like when Jimmy Buffett became like a cottage industry, mm-hmm. his, his music kind of changed. it became more like towards the brand of Jimmy Buffett versus, yeah, what made him great was he's an excellent songwriter and an excellent storyteller and his very early stuff like i will fight to the death for it it's wonderful it's you know satirical it's funny it's everything you want in folksy kind of country-ish kind of music it's there Uh, i actually tweeted out yesterday i built a playlist of those songs i call it old country Buffet, um (laughs) because you know old country buffet (laughs) anyway it works out well and it's like 15 to 20 of those Classic songs that made me fall in love with his music. Um, and I was thinking, like, of musicians who, who talk about food, Jimmy Buffett is he's up there, man. One of his biggest yeah. hits is Cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, he had a restaurant in Downers Grove ish, mm-hmm. yeah, called yep. Cheeseburger in Paradise. And here's a funny story uh, my buddy Johnny, Johnny Rustler, uh, him and I went to Lewis together, and Johnny is in. Wait. A-
1: Hold on, hold on.
2: You know Johnny Russler of the Beach Bum Band? Yeah. Yes. Johnny well, Russler was one- the first person to put me on the radio in any way, shape, or form.
1: My roommate from college has been in the band in that band <laughs> since 2007.
2: Oh, that's so funny. That yeah. you and I have known each other for what like 10 years, and, and it's yeah. never come up. So yeah, uh that's yeah. funny. So Johnny Russler is he's in the beach bum band, and they're like I don't know what you call it, like a Jimmy Buffett style band, but they write original music and they play covers and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. Jimmy showed up and played with them at cheeseburger paradise, like years and years ago. Um, was that when they
1: were, was that when they were in the
2: keys? No, they were here. It was, I think it was Oh three. Oh, like Jimmy Buffett okay. just showed up in town. They may have played with him before at other times. Yeah. Because in terms of those kind of bands they are, they're pretty popular, but I know mm-hmm. that Jimmy showed up at cheeseburger in paradise and they played together. I remember it was on CLTV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, cool. Anyway, so he's got Cheeseburger in Paradise, and I played that for Addy yesterday, and it's like, I like mine with lettuce and tomato, Heinz 57, French fried potatoes, big kosher pickle, and a cold draft beer. Which got me thinking. Is fi- Heinz 57 still a thing? I don't see it anywhere anymore.
1: I think it might be. Uh, Yeah, nowhere, not like, popular at all Yeah, but didn't it used to be like a staple at your table
2: when you'd go to a like a red robin ish kind of a place see i don't remember
1: that i I mean i just remember like heinz ketchup but not like heinz Heinz Seven was different it was Uh, like uh yeah like almost like a barbecue kind of a deal right because the tint is more like reddish like rustic or rusty almost
2: yes yes uh okay it's still out there cool anyway So you got that. You got Cheeseburger in Paradise. Then uh, one of my Mm -hmm. favorite songs, and it's on that playlist. It's called The Wino and I Know. And he talks about Cafe Du Monde in Mm. New Orleans. He -hmm. says, coffee is strong at the Cafe Du Monde. Donuts are too hot to touch. Just like a fool when those sweet goodies cool, I eat till I eat way too much. And I like this part because I'm living on things that excite me, be they pastry, lobster, or love. It's cool. It's like just good stuff. I just like the whole idea of... What he's trying to say, you know, and then, of course, you got a song about grapefruit uh, and juicy fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got a song about gum. So anyway, it hit me a little harder yesterday than I expected. So I wanted to just take a minute to like, I know there's probably a little bit of crossover with the people that listen to us and the people that like Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Seems like sure. a, a similar kind of a group. Um, but man, I was I was just nonstop listening to him yesterday. And yeah, it was a tougher day than I thought. I think it didn't help that I had, like two hours mm-hmm. of sleep the night before, for whatever reason. Um, Yeah, that's not going to help matters. No, no. But RIP Jimmy Buffett, a lot of good times. And I I said on Twitter too, like soon the the Twitter cool kids will come out and start crapping on Jimmy Buffett and Jimmy Buffett fans. Mm -hmm. And and just remember, like, especially where we're at now in the world, like if someone can make you feel good about things for three hours or other people feel good about things for three hours, even if it's not your thing. Let mm-hmm. them have it. Let people have their joy. Let people have their stuff. That it doesn't all have to be high art, right? To to have value, right? So mm-hmm. let don't yuck people's yum. I guess would be my what I would say, especially when you know that there's people are so passionate about Buffett, and mm-hmm. there are people that really have kind of com- committed their lives. to It made it like yeah. part of their lifestyle, and I don't think they want to hear from Joe Cool on Twitter just crapping all over it because. Jimmy, smoking a cigarette yeah jimmy Buffett's not like some shoe gazing um I, I like that stuff too but just to mm-hmm. let people have their thing that's all i'm saying
1: yeah anyway that's that's so funny about about the beach bum band i know i've literally crazy. been to a ton of i've been to a ton of their shows and stuff just because like at one point in time two of my uh two guys that i was roommates with were in the band one was playing steel pan one was on bass uh that's that's just funny well next time you okay. go
2: let's go together because i i haven't seen john me and him keep in touch you know mm-hmm. via facebook and stuff uh but i haven't seen them forever and i haven't seen him forever and i would like to
1: yeah
2: so i it's f- f- actually the first thing i did yesterday is yeah. i was in bed and hopes of, like jimmy buffett died i'm like oh god so i just went on instagram and i wrote johnny like dude hope you're right you know so yeah anyway That'd be cool. It's, it's, that's so funny. I mean, it makes sense that yeah. you played Steel Pan and you know a bunch of players. Like, how yeah. many can there be in the
1: Chicagoland area? True. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's God, That's so funny. That's awesome. That's great. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see. Transition right. from, oh, those Just listeners are some of, like some of our listeners. Someone who could be a listener of ours is the main story of the week that we got absolutely bombarded with. Oh, my God. And is... The only thing to make the White Sox season more perfect, as a self-loathing White Sox fan, are there any other, is, other kinds? <laughs> right at this point, no, there are not. A White Sox game where there was the you know there was the shooting and everybody was worried, wondering where the shot came from, and a lot of you know, like understandably, a lot of people confused. Yes. And at least according to the reports that we've seen and that we really really want to believe this was the result the shooting of the person who had the gun and their fellow cps uh cps teacher that they were at the game with a gun stored under her belly fat that's jay this is an
2: all-timer now here's the question this i've been trying to visualize and and I Mm -hmm. think I've seen the like video of it happening and there's a, there's a person shaped like a potato in the area of the incident. And I'm trying to figure out, is it between a roll or is it under the flap?
1: I'm thinking under the flap. Okay. Because then you get a little bit of support possibly on the low end from the hip. So maybe it's stored a little bit above. And using the hip to help keep it there,
2: yeah, that could be.
1: I still don't know how it would have fired. I still, well, have... I think it, I think it fell out and like hit oh, the ground. That what or something. happened?
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I. By the way, just sidebar. I don't really believe that's what happened, <laughs> but whatever. Fine. How dare you, <laughs> sir? I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not getting into it. It's not the right show for that, but I think there's other things that went on. But whatever. I like the Probably belly good. fat story, so I'm going to roll with it. Yes. <laughs> so Pun unintended.
1: <laughs> right. I was going to say, I soloed on a belly roll in high school. Yes. Um, it's actually
2: a jazz tune. I do. Th- that makes sense, though. So if it's she's sitting there and then maybe she kind of like, you know, adjusts her mm-hmm. seat or whatever as fat people have to do at baseball games. Right. Either to swipe to do the uh, swast wipe with your butt or just true readjust things because they're stuck. And then you move and the roll goes up too much and the thing just falls out hits the floor and bang goes off. Mm-hmm. Um
1: also where's your safety? <laughs> Keep the safety on, bro. <laughs> I've
2: I've never fired a gun. I fired like yeah. I shot a BB gun. That's cool. Okay. Um so I don't I don't know how they like what a safety does. like is a safety something that can easily be like undone? I've never
1: I've never dealt with a handgun. I've done like a turkey shooting like that's about it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. i I'm we not probably gonna, sound
1: like total idiots no, to a I, I lot know. of people out there. Well, let, but
2: I'm I mean, like, let I us know. know. Like I for the record, yeah. um if you want to have a gun, cool. Like, I got I don't have yeah. anything I, I don't have a problem with that. I just think that there should it should be a little harder than buying like a candy bar. Um <laughs> But if you know how a safety works, let us know. Because I can't imagine if the safety was on and it just fell and hit the ground that it would go off.
1: Yeah, I I would be very surprised. But I, uh, our friend Chris Ranji brought me on, this is just so funny, like KMOX is like the heritage, it's like the WBBM of St. Louis, Yes. and he had me on to talk about this and was like, well, first of all, I was able to, break, you know, not that it's hard to break Ranji on the air, but, uh, he just was like very serious, you know, kind of serious, like, Rick, how are you? What do you think my response was? <laughs> Hi, box. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> I went full Bob from Niles on him and he was laughing very hard. Um, but he was the first thing he asked is he's like, is this plausible? I think it is. I'm, thinking, I'm not so, saying it's
2: likely, but I think it's plausible. I'm thinking if the gun was like the kind you see where people hide them like in their sock, like just a sure. little tiny ones, you know, mm-hmm. um, Yes, that would be... Now, this was a bigger person than I think you or I have ever been in terms of... That's what I'm assuming. In terms of, like, maybe you and I are bulkier,
1: Mm -hmm. but in terms of roll, 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 roll... Fat distribution. I always talk about how, like the one thing that's been a saving grace for me is I feel like my fat is fairly equally distributed throughout. Yes. If I was someone where it was more like centrally located, like below the ribs and above the knees, it'd be a rough look for me.
2: Yeah. So this person looked like one of those people that is fat on top with normal legs.
1: Okay. Yes.
2: Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think there's probably, if we're going from like breast So, like, like two rolls in the ribs and then probably a belly overhang. That's a lot of options. That's true. In which to store a tiny gun. So, I do think it's plausible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's plausible. Definitely. Uh,
1: Am I a bad person for, like, once we knew everybody was, like, okay, and it was just, like, you know, getting grazed with the bullet and whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Being like, this is my favorite thing. This is 100% my favorite thing.
2: It's just... What I like about it is the awareness of the person to know that I'm fat enough that I can put it here mm-hmm. and the metal detectors will not find it.
1: or they will not be willing to go searching to that extent for it.
2: Yes, that's like I love the uh, the gif of the old security guy who's like just, <laughs> just like barely <laughs> that's that's security at every Grateful Dead show. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm. Oh, sure. uh, you better not have any drugs. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because uh, they would just fill like multiple garbage cans with
1: drugs. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think it's it is good. I think overall, this is a lot of people are saying this is a bad look for the fat community. On its face, not great. No, it's not. However, great. it does show some of the versatility of fat. Yeah, we can hide things that you can't. Right, we we can use it for like pregnant women found out about like for folding clothes. Mm-hmm. Now it's obviously different for them. It like this this specific instance would not work for pregnant women, but like folding clothes sure. using as a, as a portable table, those type. Oh things. yeah, when you're
2: slouching the couch, you can just put the bowl of whatever right there.
1: Yeah, we're exactly we're, like we're that's like... that's there for you. You can use it for leverage. Like that helps. Yeah, we're so, like Swiss, I mean,
2: Swiss Army knives being fat people. Yes. Also, exactly. Security people are less willing to touch you. Because mm-hmm. they think you're gross oh. and
1: sweaty. They're probably right. And not just not just that, it's also great for deterring social interaction. Like if it's a southwest flight and people can choose where they sit, then Something I do, and I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before, is I act not necessarily agitated, but unsettled. So I'm fidgety and I'm like, you know, doing one of these all the time and just kind of like messing around in my seat. I do extra shirt tugs just so that people are like, I don't want to sit next to that guy. I don't want to sit by the fat guy.
2: Yeah, I, uh, me Mm -hmm. and Spiegel had this funny conversation about like when we board an airplane and we start walking down the aisles and people are like, (laughs) don't sit here please don't sit here <laughs> yep. <You know>? mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god that's like when me everybody's
1: Sp- sitting there like no whammies no whammies no whammies stop
2: I, I don't know if i've told this story before we went to the super bowl in new orleans with uh the niners and ravens when the lights went out i think yes okay that yeah, was niners ravens so we, we didn't go to the game but we went down there to for radio row and mm-hmm. we were leaving the broadcast one day and and Spiegel's like we should get a rickshaw and i was like uh all right and the two of us are walking and the rickshaw guy makes eye contact with speegs and i just saw his heart sink he's like okay get on (laughs) so me and speegs get on the rickshaw i'm like dude i'm really sorry i'm like i really want to just take an uber he's like no no it's fine it's fine his heart is ripping out of his chest right oh god
1: oh that's like that's like at the the when i was working the golf tournament and the one day i was on the golf cart with a guy who was a similar size to me and we saw this really big hill we had to go down and then back up and i felt bad for the golf cart yeah speaking of that do we want to talk about your uh your your fat on your fat achievement unlocked at the golf outing did we not before oh that's right we did it oh that's true (laughs) yeah we we didn't even mention it last week. Okay. so yeah one week removed or a couple weeks removed now um so so we recorded on saturday Mm -hmm. sunday was the like the weather was gorgeous like i was there wednesday through saturday the weather was gorgeous like high 70s low 80s considering the time of year that's all you could ask for sunday 92 and not just 92 92 with no clouds in the sky and it was like it was like the so it was like oppressive sun and humidity mixed in so like the real feel was like closer to 100
2: yeah aggressively 92
1: yes so i'm out on the course with the camera guy i'm working with at like 10 30 and we are last in rotation to get a break we're on a hole where essentially we have the longest walk from where we start out for a tee shot to where we have to go for the approach shot and there are zero trees around this hole so it was rough we had 11 groups that we had there then we had to go to another hole and we were both dying and this guy is like clearly former athlete that is following around the golfers for a vast majority of the season on tour so i even he's asking for water. He hadn't asked for water all all weekend or all week, all this stuff. We get to our break. I'm, I'm, I know I'm not in good. I'm no, well, I know I'm not in good shape. Stop. <laughs> also, I was not in good. Like I was not feeling right. Like I was a little woozy, all this stuff. So when we go to break the, um, my camera guy is like, "Hey, go over to the nurses' thing." They basically he was like, "They have those liquid IVs. They can throw in your water, get some electrolytes in you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sit in the cold for like the hour and the hour and change that we had off." So I go in there, and she's like, "Are you supposed to go back out there?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "No, you're not. You are not going back out there." Wow, because she was like, "You have heat exhaustion." you are not going back out there. She's like, are you supposed to help out, like, break everything down after the tournament? Like, yeah. She's like, no, you're not. Holy cow. I was, like, I was kind of shaky. I was, I didn't realize that I was, like, that dehydrated. So, to start the day, drank two waters and a Gatorade before even leaving the tent (laughs) to go out to the course. Then, while on the course, had like, two and a half bottles of water and So got into my break at like 2.45 and I'm in there with the nurse. I have in like an hour, was it even an hour? I don't know. Three bottles of water and a Gatorade. And she's like, do you have to pee yet? And I was like, no. Oh God. So she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I got pulled off the course for heat exhaustion and I was the fattest utility. I think I was the fattest utility there. There was maybe a close call. But uh, I saw a I picture and
2: you are not the fattest. Okay. Uh, I mean that but, guy looks like he, there's one
1: dude that looks like he swallowed you. Uh yeah, yeah kind of. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> but either way, I even I even told the nurse I'm like, "Boy, I'm not really breaking any stereotypes for fat guys here am I?" <laughs> so the one really hot day we had was it really bad heat. Was everybody dealing with it? Yes. Am I the one that got pulled off the course? Yeah. I kind of
2: was. It happens though, dude. Like, you, it it doesn't, it doesn't like discriminate that way. I, I remember it happened to me, uh, when I was in eighth grade playing football. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like, I didn't know my coach came out and I said, I got to take a break because I was, I was playing both ways. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, (laughs) I said to my coach, like, I got to take a break. Like, I'm, like, I don't know where I'm, I was kind of, from what my friends yeah. told me kind of not speaking clearly. He's like, ah, it's almost halftime. Um, and I remember the last thing I remember is tackling a linebacker. Mm hmm. Like I just, as the guard, I like left the line and just gra- like wrapped up and pulled down the linebacker. Oh, cause I didn't know what side of the ball I was on. Yeah. Um, and then I remember at halftime, I said something to my coaches and they all like stopped and ran to me and like, tore off my equipment and started like pouring water on me. So I must've okay. said something weird or slurred or something. Cause mm-hmm. they all like just stopped what they were doing and sp- like the three, like three or four of them, like just gathered around me and then like started like fanning me and like, so they knew something was wrong. I was okay. Like by yeah. the, you know, I didn't play the rest of the game, but by the end of halftime, I was like kind of back with it and everything but this was 1992 like before people yeah they're like dirt on it you know
1: yeah remember when the junction boys came out and people were like oh that's the way it should have been blah blah blah. (laughs) that's
2: the way football yes
1: yeah exactly no
2: but yeah there's nothing i think you sound like you did everything right but it just it's just a perfect storm man it happens
1: yeah so uh I mean, on the, like selfishly looking at it after the fact, like, did I feel terrible that I wasn't there to like help everybody like pack up all the, it's a lot of work to like tear down all the, like all the fiber and all the stuff they have set up for one of those tournaments. Yeah. Uh, so I felt bad about that, especially when I've been like working with these guys all week, but I got to leave early and I got paid for the full day.
2: Yeah. What's well, nice. To, it's good. that They're taking care of you, you know? Um, 100%. You'd have to worry if you were working for another outlet if they would give the same care.
1: Right. That's that's kind of one of the 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 good things about that about that type of gig where it was like a union gig and like CBS was really taking care of us. Like CBS was really cool about it. Like everything that they did for us. Obviously we went over the spread and all the food and type of stuff that uh that they had, but it, yeah. No, it was one of those where it's like, okay, huh, you're getting paid well. And they're treating you well, so even though I wasn't feeling good, I wanted to go back out there and do the work. Yeah,
2: and they were, and they said, "No, we're going to take care of you as a person." And someone, yeah. it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. Happy Labor Day, everybody! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, that's uh, that's great. That's that's a good yeah. thing. You had protections and you had things in place. And if it wasn't you, it was someone else. And if you know, if it was the guy you were working with that happened to you, you wouldn't think anything less of him. You'd say, Good, I'm glad you no. got taken care of. So anyway, yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a little sidebar, so we're gonna get to some other stuff here in a second. But first, want to remind you about our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. I'm headed out there this week for my oil change, 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park, Mazda of Orland I've got some friends who are buying a used car. Um, mm-hmm. and I I don't it's a lot of money, and mm-hmm. my CX thirty that I bought from Mazda of Orland Park is cheaper than a lot of the used cars on the market right now. Wow! To buy new, and I I guess the used car market is just astronomical right now because people are just like mm-hmm. I'm buying used. I'm buying a used car because I need to save money. Well, sometimes you take a look are at you? the new stuff and it's cheaper. You know, like I got my CX thirty for like twenty
1: or something mm-hmm. like that. That's well, a, that's one of those things too where even if it's not technically cheaper when you get to within a certain range isn't it worth it to get new so that you get all the extra warranty and whatever yes um you know benefits that you get along with it and like you're starting that was from, kind of
2: you're starting from zero miles there's no right, that was my stuff. that
1: was kind of the calculus that I went through when I got mine yeah was
2: it was the same type of thing anyway
1: just throwing it out there
2: if you're looking for a car and you're saying, ah, eh, you know, money's tight. I don't know what I can really afford a month. Check out Mazda of Orland Park. They've got some incredible deals, some incredible prices on wonderful cars. Um, just the, both Mazda, Mazda, Mazdas I've owned. I just do the routine maintenance and the things, they take care of themselves. They are great vehicles. I couldn't recommend them more. Mazdaoforlandpark.com. Go visit the showroom, 8910 West 159th Street. Uh, I know you've been on a donut run lately, and I know you've got some donuts to talk mm-hmm. about today, but yesterday I took Addie to her pitching lesson uh, out in St. John, Indiana, and we went to the Donut Foundry, 80, 148 17 101st Avenue in Dyer, Indiana. So you got to go to Indiana. I'm sorry. That's part of the, that's the only thing about it. It's rough. Uh, it's in a recharged coffee shop, which is also a very nice looking uh, coffee joint. Um, But you can Hmm. see there the nice box on your screen uh, from Donut Foundry. It says, life is short. Eat more donuts. There's a picture of the Long John I got, which is really good. Like a nice, thick coating of chocolate on that. Nice and soft. And then there's the sour cream old-fashioned that we got for Hope, which was great. Mm -hmm. And then this is a uh, Oreo-topped cake donut-style thing. It's got, like, crumbled Oreos. Uh, some frosting, and then there's like a white glaze underneath the Oreos. All of them were really, really good. So if you're out in Indiana for some reason, wonderful. Yeah, they were really good. Uh, go check out the Donut Foundry inside of Recharge Coffee, 14817 101st Avenue in Dyer, Indiana. Um, not like the best donuts I've ever had, but mm-hmm. well above average. And if you're out in that area, make a note to stop there and check it out. They've got, they had a big selection, and it was kind of later in the day too. So I'm sure we missed out on some. And their coffee menu was huge and extensive and creative. They had smoothies, all sorts of stuff. So it's Recharge Coffee slash Donut Foundry in Dyer, Indiana. Really good stuff.
1: Okay, the donut place that I went to this morning, earlier today, since we're recording on Sunday, uh, is I think it was mentioned because of the country-style donuts that uh, Sam and I went to before. We went to County Donuts this time. So county donuts is twelve eighteen South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, uh-huh. and our thing is like we just get like either a half dozen or a dozen, and then we'll just like we'll either have them or quarter them so we can try as much as we want. So if uh, as I'm looking at the picture, trying to remember, going from uh, from the top of the screen to the bottom, you have apple spice, two sugar rays, which was one of my favorites just a, a yeast donut with the sugar like the i would say their yeast donuts are better than their cake donuts but the cake donuts are still really good obviously the chocolate long john then you got chocolate cake blueberry cake Ooh. red velvet cake Ooh, yeah buddy then the one turn the other way is a buttermilk okay you get the old-fashioned with the powdered sugar in the back a honey dip maple glazed and the home cut which is basically just like a plain donut
2: damn now that's the place on the way to fredo's right
1: correct okay yeah so that so uh if of what i had loved that is to show how because you know how like some cake donuts are really dense yeah these are not that dense so, so that's the old that's a uh a cut of the old-fashioned it's that looks really good it's, very good the only criticism i have and this is probably more of a personal preference thing is i do like a little bit more of the the crunch on a cake donut agree there's not as much there but how light and fluffy the inside is is great like the blueberry one almost straight up tastes just more like a muffin with a glaze on it that blueberry so, looks
2: awesome i love the blueberry ones i've been getting the blueberry old fashions at stands lately and they're oh, terrific. that sounds great Cause they got like a blueberry glaze on like the whole thing.
1: Mm -hmm. I think the honey, like the honey dip and the sugar raised, are probably like compared to what you would think of each donut, probably highest above replacement. Okay. The cake donuts are still very good. Like I enjoyed the red velvet a ton. Sam really loved the chocolate. Like that's one of her go-tos is like, if she's doing a cake donut, she's doing like that chocolate one. And it was, it was also really good. Like it's, Like you mentioned with your places, it's, is it the best donut I've ever had? No, but is it a really good option? Absolutely. Yeah. So I would highly recommend it. Plenty of options as well. And it's, it's kind of got like an old school, like cozy feel to it when you go in there too. So it's County Donuts, 1218 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg.
2: All right. I, yeah, I've, 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 on the way to Fritos, I always drive by that place. Mm-hmm. And it looks terrific. Like uh, it, it, yeah. like you said, it's got that kind of old style sign where you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where it's like, is this going to, this is as good as it looks. Like I said last week, yes. when you see it, when you see an old sign, clearly it's been there a while. So it must have some, yep. some reasonable success. So awesome. That's great. I'm glad you got to go there. I've been curious about that place forever. And now I mm-hmm. have a uh, confirmation to go. Um, yes. Alright, so this week I tried another place that I've been meaning to try. And again, uh it's been there forever. Lawrence uh fish and shrimp. There's a bunch of these, but I tried the one on Canal, 2120 South Canal Street. You may have seen it if you're ever coming down canal like through like Chinatown, like from Surmac, and then you turn mm-hmm. down um canal. It's huge. There's a big shrimp. It's on the it's on the river. It's really a cool place, and they've clearly refurbished it. That place is effing spotless yeah it was spotless and like i walked in like did this place open today like seriously (laughs) it looked and as i was in there there was a a a worker that was cleaning every table just like Mm -hmm. seriously taking like a broom and like like washing the sea like it was spotless in there so wasn't sure what to get so i kept it kind of basic i got the ocean uh ocean perch ocean no God damn it. I wrote it down and now I forgot what I got. <sighs> I forgot a shrimp. Wait, you you wrote it down? So did you write it down wrong? I don't know where I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, okay. I've done that. <laughs> yes. Hang on. Give me one second. I'll make sure. I'm uh, No, you're you exactly good. What it is. Okay. I got ocean perch. Okay. I was right. Yes. The ocean perch. So you can get a half pound or a pound. So I got the pound or a half pound and it came with fries that were great. And I then I ordered uh, an order of the uh, corn fritters, and the corn fritters were three ninety nine. I'm like, well, that's kind of like that's like a little bit pricey, like for yeah. corn fritters. I got ten of them. Oh yes. So on the screen there is one of the perch pieces, and next to it is the corn fritter. That open container there—that's their own mm-hmm. like proprietary hot sauce, which oh, was nice. great. I'm a big fried fish guy. I love it. This was excellent. I can't wait to go in there and try the other stuff. I know there's one in Olympia Fields, which is very close to me. That's where you were a couple weekends Mm -hmm. ago. Um, And I want to see if it's the same. But this was the original one. Um, Also, but the whole thing. So I got that. I got the four pieces of the uh, of the uh, perch and and uh, a drink and everything. And it was 14 bucks really yeah it was a really reasonable deal so other stuff they have there too um they've got white fish chips which are like boneless skinless pollock like they're just kind of small little bites uh, okay catfish strips so like catfish tenders basically crunchy cod which are like kind of cod nuggets i think i'm gonna try that next time and then they've got the whole catfish which is fried That's my nickname
1: <laughs> in high school by the way
2: <laughs> what crunchy cod or whole catfish cod nuggets cod nuggets That makes sense. And then the whole catfish, bone-in, headless, whole fried chicken. I'm not. It's too real for me. Can't do it. Then they've got frog legs, oysters, like fried oysters, scallops, calamari, and clam strips. And then they also have wing zings, which are breaded chicken wings, and then chicken tenders. They also have a perch sandwich, a hot honey chicken sandwich, and a crispy shrimp sandwich. Hmm. so lots of options and even for the kids there's like popcorn shrimp chicken strips there's all kinds of stuff in there but man i didn't really know what to expect in terms of cost and in terms of like portions and stuff i was i could not finish everything i left a significant portion of those french fries uneaten uh, because the four pieces of perch and the 10 corn fritters yeah and that is not an insignificant corn fritter no they were they were a good size and it was really really good again i'm this is a place that people have probably been going to for years, but it's the first time I ever decided to pull off. I did ask, do you separately fry your shrimp and your fish?
0: Because mm-hmm.
2: Hope is a allergic. great question. Yeah, she's allergic to shellfish, so I knew she would like it, but they don't. They're in the same fryer, mm-hmm. so if you have an allergy to shellfish, um, you probably would want to avoid Lawrence's. But uh, if you don't, check it out for sure. It's It's good. I, I've I will say I've had better fried fish like it's and it's probably more of a personal preference of this is more of a panko breading right okay. I prefer more of a beer like a traditional fish and chips like a beer batter sure um kind of a breading but still you know crispy but the fish was flaky it had a fish taste but it wasn't fishy okay and I could tell everything was really fresh. And again, you could seriously walk in there and eat on the floor. It is that clean in there. It was, I I could not believe how clean it was because anytime you're dealing with exclusively fried food, it's tough to keep clean, right? Every item in the store is oily and greasy. People are licking their fingers and they got greasy fingers and you're throwing away trash. that's greasy. This Mm -hmm. place was absolutely spotless. I was blown away by how
1: clean it was. Is that what we should call our Hall and Oates cover band? oily and greasy?
2: I think so. I think that's our Ren and Stimpy reboot. Okay. That's probably more appropriate (laughs) for us. (laughs) Did I tell you, by the way, I put on an episode of Ren and Stimpy for Addie and she just looked at me like, what is happening? I go, you know what? You get it. Exactly. I go, thank you. Now you understand Ren and Stimpy because that is very much like 90s humor. Just random, weird like powdered toast man and log and all that stuff. The log Mm -hmm. commercial came on and she was like, is this a commercial about a log? I go, yeah. Yeah. She goes, why?
1: I go, you're asking too many questions. Right. <laughs> just, just give into it. Just enjoy it. Just like, just like here, just pop an edible first. <laughs> It'll make more sense.
2: <laughs> oh dude, that was me the other night. <laughs> uh, Brian and Sarah came over and we were sitting at the yeah. table and I just mm-hmm. like, we're in a mid conversation. I just go, yeah. I had taken an edible like an hour and a half before. I go, yeah. You know what I want? Jelly beans. Mm-hmm. And they all they like, stopped and looked at me and are like, "Your edible kicked in." I'm like, I think it did. I think we became a team. I think my edible just kicked in. Absolutely. I just stopped the conversation. I really want jelly beans. That's that's great.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ah, I love. Mindy's. I love. That's, so, uh it's. Sam has stoner thoughts without it like without (laughs) like necessary sometimes like we'll be and it's funny because like sometimes we're both like on task doing what we're doing and then we'll just get a stop and I think today this morning was how did they get that dogs were pets like did they have to cite? did they try other animals and they couldn't really domesticate them (laughs) well I'm like I've never thought about that but I mean, it's not the worst question in the world.
2: Yeah. One of my edible thoughts was an animal lives in our house. hmm. Like there is an animal living in our home. It's just a weird concept when you break yep. it down to like the. If there is a wild animal that just lives with us mm-hmm. and we treat it like a member of the family and you're somehow able to communicate. Yes, very strange. Stoner thoughts are fun, man. But I just my not my my non sequitur. I really have a taste for jelly beans. Everyone, it was like the record scratch. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, wonderful." Those are the (laughs) Rick. Rick is showing the Mindy's the black cherry. That's it. That's what triggered the thought. Yeah, they're so they're such they're so great. My friend Leah, um, Micah, who edits our video, his wife Mm -hmm. says taking a Mindy's edible is like taking a warm bath yeah it's just like oh just takes mm-hmm. that edge off you don't feel high a little yeah. bit maybe maybe a little bit i have one i've taken two that's for Ooh, sure t- i've never taken two i would say i would not drive on oh, one mindy's no there are
1: some medicals no. like
2: like micro dose i can take and i'm totally fine mm-hmm. um like my good news the Frye vape i can usually do like a hit and be okay but uh if i take a mindy's i i cannot operate a vehicle
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, if nothing else, I wouldn't want to try it. Yes, so right. I would not want to find out. Let's yeah. put it that way. It's like
2: the video of Homer like dragging the fence along with him. And uh, <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh, all right, before we move on, I got a couple other things mm-hmm. to get to before we get to ask a fat. I want to tell you about our friends? Rick was just there in Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Follow them on Instagram, at Fredo's Pizza and at Fredo's Bakery. If you've not tried Fredo's yet, I don't know what more we can tell you about Fredo's that's going to convince you to go. Just if you're in the Schaumburg area, you can do this thing when you're, if you have an iPhone, you can say, you can ask your assistant, hey, next time I'm in Schaumburg, remind me to go to Fredo's and it will know if you're in Schaumburg, it will remind you. It does that. It really does. Like I always do that. When next time I'm at my parents' house, remind me to change the light bulbs or whatever it might be, right? And it knows where you're at and it tells you. Find a way. Because you've got to try Fredo's. And when you do, place that order online at Fredo'sPizza.com. Use the promo code I'm FAT and you'll save 10% on your order. We've talked a lot about uh, all the great menu items they have, but it's been a while since I mentioned their amazing catering. We had uh, we had a party a couple probably last summer actually. Fredo's handled the whole thing. My family still talks about it about how wonderful the food was, about how excellent the the catering was handled, how easy the pickup was, top to bottom. you know, I probably probably a little late for graduation parties, but as the holidays approach, and you're looking for uh, catering opportunities, don't forget our friends at Fredo's Pizza in Schaumburg. Check them out. 628 South Roselle Road, Fredo's Pizza.com, Fredo's Bakery.com. And of course, if you've got an anniversary or a significant other's birthday or something coming up, hit up Fredo's Bakery.com. Get those brownies, get those cookies, and um, you'll be enjoying things later as well. Talking about uh, intercourse. That's what I was referring to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Okay, I have one more thing, too. Beautiful. You okay. Tried another place. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that I'm uh, Mr. Ramen, I'm the ramen man. I was went to see. So this week uh, I went to see Murder by Death at the Metro. The show mm-hmm. started at nine. Tough. So I'm out of work at three uh, thirty at CHGO. So I had some time to kill. So I went to see Oppenheimer that knocked out three and a half hours real quick. Um, by the way... Thoughts? Have you seen it? No. Okay. I mean, you know what happens. <laughs> yeah. But I'm... I'm, Just... Florence Pugh is the new champion in a particular category.
1: Oh! And if you've okay. seen the movie,
2: you know what I'm talking about and probably agree. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, the movie was great. It was... Mm-hmm. The cast is insane. Like... Every scene, like, oh, my God, is that? Yes. So it's uh, Kieran or Killian Murphy, Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. (laughs) Josh Hartnett, who I've not seen in 100 years. Yeah, right. Then, like, Rami Malek was in it and had, like, no speaking parts until the end. Hmm. Like, that's kind of a waste of Rami Malek. But it yeah. wasn't because he turned out to have a really important role in the movie. Uh, and then hockey cameo, Sean Avery. Remember Sean Avery? Sean Avery. <laughs> yes. yes. Sean Avery has one line in the movie. He's like number 16
1: <laughs> in your programs for the Rangers.
2: <laughs> and many teams because he was yeah. a penis. Um, yep. There's a part where they're doing the, the Trinity test, which is the first time they, tr- they test the bomb. And mm-hmm. there's like weather happening, and he's the the like the you know the military weatherman. So he has one spoken part in him. Like, and I was I was one of six people in the theater. I'm in the back row as I always do. Um, I'm like, was that Sean Avery? So I pull out my phone. <laughs> like it was <laughs> Sean Avery. Uh So he's got a speaking line, but man, it was great. I would say if you have an attention span issue, see it in the theater because you need to have like. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of kind of not twists and turns, but you're kind of seeing the film from two perspectives. Okay. So you've got to pay attention. Like Hope said, what Hope has ADHD. And she said, would I like it? I go, you would, but it would take you a month to watch. Gotcha. Because you'd have to keep rewinding. Like, what did I miss? etc. But sure. it's really good. And congratulations to Florence Pugh, the new champion of boobs. <sighs> anyway, after that, I need to get dinner. So mm-hmm. I went to Penny's Noodle Shop, and I don't know if you've ever seen this. It's in Lakeview. It's on Sheffield. It's kind of right under where the L mm-hmm. crosses, like kind of between okay. Belmont and Addison, like somewhere in there, Okay. and it's this little corner. Uh, it's been there for as long as I know, and I've never been. So I go in there hmm. and get my big bowl of ramen, the tonkatsu ramen, which is the, the pork belly. Um, I had for the first time in my life, Rick, a soft-boiled hmm. egg. Oh, how'd that go for you? It was good. I was surprised. I've always been kind of grossed out by like the texture and like how it would taste. And I know yeah. Dan McNeil ruined them for me cuz he used to bring hard-boiled eggs to work and then he'd like peel them and like the yolk would be like t- teal colored. Yeah. Oh. I don't I don't know if he just let them go bad and just didn't care or what, and it always and the smell always grossed me out. Yeah. So there was half of one of these in my ramen. So I just, like, took it, like, took a little gentle bite. I'm like, that was delicious. That was good. And soft-boiled is different, I've learned. The yolk is still somewhat soft. It's not like a ball of hardened yolk. Like there, okay. It was kind of like uh You probably wouldn't like this. Like a syrup, like a maple syrup consistency of the yolk. Okay. Like, like not runny, but not, not at all solid. Um, sure. But had mushrooms in it, uh, green onions. Like, the whole works, and I like I told you this year, I'm just trying stuff. I'm not saying hold this. Just give it to me the way you intend. Every mm-hmm. time I've done that, I've been happy with the order and this was no hmm. different. So Penny's noodle shop. Uh, again, it's been there for an eternity, 3,400 North Sheffield in Lakeview. Um, It was great. I loved it. I still like the other place better that I had. I can't remember the name of it. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, but this was very, I could use a little more of a saltiness from Penny's. Okay. Because um, I think when I think about ramen, I think salty. Sure. Because I most of the time I'm eating the 29 cent packet of ramen that is basically salt and chicken broth seasoning. Yes. Um, but I could use a little more salt, but I could have done that myself. Mm-hmm. But it was excellent. So Penny's little shop, go do it. Check
1: it out. So for the other thing I have for this week is on Tuesday or earlier, I think it was over the last weekend, Sam was like, hey, I was thinking about this. Would you want to have lasagna at some point this week? I'm like, yes. What kind of question is is Yeah, is there a (laughs) trick question here? Am I missing something? And so she's like, okay, cool. So made lasagna and had a little bit of like the leftover noodle. And she had a great idea. And Maybe people have done this and I just haven't seen it or know of it lasagna chips
2: yeah i've never seen this either until you sent it to me
1: which is essentially just put down some olive oil on your pan like cut the cut the lasagna into more almost like tortilla looking size uh like triangles salt pepper italian seasoning parmesan and they're awesome yeah we had some there was like uh, extra sauce there too so to be able to like dip it into that if you want I'm t- they are addicting as hell like in that picture just because they're so layered not all of them were super crispy yeah. but I mean it's lasagna noodle it's great so are these so are you saying
2: and I'm sorry if I miss this is this from you're taking leftover lasagna and then cutting it up or are you saying like you had
1: more noodles than you could use so you took yes. the noodles and did that the noodles okay okay so that and I'm telling you it made a huge difference like it it was we were the lasagna was really good in and of itself but we kept like going for the chips (laughs) like oh my God we could totally make an entire meal like those could absolutely be like a little outside the box appetizer that you have at some sort of party yeah like that good to where it's like, you get like a little bit of the, it still tastes much more like a noodle than anything. than like, you know, the chips or whatever would. So you get that little bit of different consistency, but there was, there was enough salt. There was enough seasoning all over it where it's like, oh yeah, this is a, a really good option. So if you're making lasagna or you want to, you know, improv this with other types of pasta or whatever, I would say, give it a spin.
2: I'll say this, have Sam. This is a homework assignment for Sam, and she's very creative and artistic. Mm -hmm. Put the recipe for these, like create them on Canva, and then Mm -hmm. give it to us, and we'll post it so people can make these. Oh, okay. I think that's a good idea. Um, All right, before we get to Ask a Fat, I forgot about this. Uh, As I was in mourning last night on Jimmy Buffett, I needed a margarita last night. So I want to shout out Mm -hmm. to Peppies uh, and Mattson for giving me the – I love the Corona Rita – where there's a Corona yes. jammed in your margarita upside down, and, and somehow it just doesn't pour all in until the end. I got a spicy margarita from Pepe's uh, Corona Rita. Those are big-ass jalapenos they put in there. Thank you. I was going to say. And then the Tajin salted rim, which is Ooh, clutch. Yeah. And then some of the tajin, like got into the margarita, and then as I was drinking it, started going up into the beer. Hmm. Dude. It was so good. And I love Peppies. Peppies isn't, I know, and I think part of the problem with Peppies is that they kind of can vary from location to location. Yes. Um, so they're not always the same, but the one in Matson on Lincoln Highway is great. And Peppies, I've been going to since I was a kid. Like those are the first tacos I ever had. My Aunt Rita loved them. So we would always mm-hmm. just go there. And all I get from them is their beef and cheese tacos. That's it, just beef and cheese on the soft corn tortillas. They're fabulous, and then Hope gets the chili Con Queso, which is literally a bowl of, for lack of a better term, I'm, I'm going to call it like enchilada sauce, meat, tomato soup,
1: <laughs> for lack of a better
2: turd term. Turd <laughs> later. Uh it's like <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night because I had heartburn. I wonder why? But it's Hopefully literally it's a turd. It's a yeah. bowl of like red. Uh, it's not enchilada sauce. It's not tomato soup. But somewhere in between. Okay. And, and that's filled with cheese, like piles and piles of cheese. The cheese melts, and you eat it with either yep. chips or tortillas. And I just take that mm-hmm. and put it on top of my tacos. Yeah. yeah. Peppies is so good. So thank you for pe- thank you to Peppies for helping me in my morning of Jimmy Buffett uh, last night, because I, I needed it, and I needed a margarita, and uh, I got one. So there you have it. All right, let's get to Ask a Fat, shall we? We have no voicemail today. If you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 708-858-3314. So we'll go straight to the voicemails.
0: Ask a Fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats.
2: Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. RIP your butthole, Charlie. Here he is with this week's bacon (laughs) report.
0: Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, sriracha, Ranch and French toast bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, the chorizo, and the pineapple. We did some R&D this week, did pork belly cinnamon rolls. We did a French toast and a honey chipotle. Uh, They came out really great. I need to perfect them a couple more times and definitely taste them again or twice. But as soon as they're ready to go, I'll put them up and available for sale. Uh, We also tried a few other flavors for bacon. We did vanilla bourbon, solid. Nashville Hot, double solid, (laughs) and Whiskey Peppercorn. That one is the most uh, unique I think we've ever tried, Um, and it turned out really great. So thank you, everybody, for the suggestions, and I'm looking forward to getting bigger batches of all of those for all of you who would like that. For The Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy.
2: Yes, that is last week's bacon report, because Charlie is sick this week. He's got a little stomach bug, um, so he'll be back with a little bit of an update next week. He sent me, and I have it to try. I haven't tried it yet. I've got the Nashville. I've got the paprika and the whiskey peppercorn. Full report coming next week on those three flavors. Can't wait to try them. He sent a big shipment to CHGO, where you'll be hearing a lot from Charlie from CHGO soon. Very exciting. Yeah, so good for him. Happy to have him aboard, Uh, unofficially, but officially soon. Um, Mm -hmm. get some for yourself, email him, Charlie, the bacon guy at gmail.com, Charlie, the bacon guy on Instagram at CZ, the bacon guy on Twitter. Make sure you're following all those accounts, especially the Instagram, because you're going to see a lot of good pictures of bacon being made. That's for damn sure. And get in touch, order that bacon, order the merch, everything. Uh, It's all great stuff. You're going to love it. I mean, dude, it's craft bacon and it lasts a really long time. Like you, I think Mm -hmm. he actually sent the specifics uh, a while back. And he said that the uh, bacon lasts in your fridge for 45 days and six months in the freezer. Bacon jam can last 60 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. So you've got time. So place a big order. Um, this makes a really great holiday gift, too. So if you start thinking ahead to saying, hey, I got you know brothers-in-law or whoever, fathers-in-law to buy gifts for, get them some bacon. Who, they're not going to be mad about it. I promise you that. Charlie, the Bacon guy at gmail.com. Check it out. Get in there. All right. Um, before we get to the official uh, emails, we got a tweet mm-hmm. this week from yes. Juan. And Juan says, if you can go back and eat, like take the I'm fat time machine and eat at a former version of one of these restaurants, which would you choose? McDonald's Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC or other. So he's saying, you know, back in the day, 80s and 90s, when these places were at their absolute peak. Which one would you choose to go back to? And for me, yeah,
1: not even a question.
2: Yeah, there's nothing better. And par- I know part of it is nostalgia.
1: Yeah, let's see. Are we on the same page? I think so.
2: Because you're usually there with your friends, your baseball mm-hmm. team, whatever. But Pizza yep. Hut, dine in, couldn't top that. Could not beat it. No.
1: The Lunch Buffet, too?
2: Hell yes. Dude. Dude. But when that pizza yeah, that would arrive was... and, and the, the server would have, like, the big pan and then slice it mm-hmm. out for you. Oh,
1: man. Pizza was the best. And especially if whoever was paying sprung for the stuffed crust. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: That's when you were living.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That Pizza Hut experience as a kid was the best. It was just so mm-hmm. fun because um, they had, like, the arcade in there and everything. And they kind yeah. of let kids run wild. It was kind of just understood. But just the whole vibe in there with the checker tablecloths and the stained glass uh, lights over every table, mm-hmm. Pizza Hut was a vibe back in the day. So that would be my answer. I would also not mind going back to Taco Bell when everything was cheap. Yeah, how about it? Where you could just eat till your heart's content for five dollars,
1: right? Or or your stomach taps out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Either way, or you turn into Charlie for a while.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. For me, especially, we had a Pizza Hut down the street, so even though my where my mom's house is is not the most walkable area in the world you know the being right up against a 40 mile an hour street with no sidewalk will kind of do that Mm, but we would uh we would make our way over to pizza hut it was like that that was like a summer thing where it's like hey can we get like five bucks ten bucks and just go there have the lunch buffet parents didn't have to come if they if they didn't want to they could be like hey just <laughs> do your thing whatever yeah. just go away and we would and it was fantastic it felt it felt like a treat to get to go do that
2: and the breadsticks and yeah, yeah the breadsticks everything there was good was so good man like yeah i, I still like pizza hut it still is in a mm-hmm. rotation and we order uh you know crappy pizza when it's out yeah. in like a realios or a rosangela's night we just kind of go to uh we'll get pizza hut or whatever i will say two dominoes has sort of stepped up um over the last few years in terms of that but uh pizza john's
1: a little caesars not quite as much uh,
2: i just wish i know there's i've seen on tiktok there's somewhere where one of those pizza huts exists but i think it's Mm -hmm. ohio or kentucky or something but man like now is the time pizza hut if you're listening strike back and like start building a couple of these and like do your research and find like what area would work best but i think people are ready for the sit down pizza hut again Mm -hmm. i'd be there opening day Yep.
1: Yeah, it w- it was a vibe.
2: Yeah, definitely. All right, let's get to the uh, emails here. Uh, you can mm-hmm. email us. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. This one comes from Pat. He says, how's it going, fellow fats? Catching up on the most recent episodes, I thought I'd mention a few things. Rick is spot on with Southern Cafe being phenomenal, but they also have a location in Crest Hill close to our friends at Mariska's. I used to go often when my mother-in-law lived in Joliet." but haven't been back in months. I keep trying to justify the two-hour drive just because it's so damn good. The Sugar Mama is my go-to. All right, so that's Southern Cafe in Crest Hill. Rick tried that a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pat also says, I heard you guys talk about different chicken places and which are the best, but never heard you mention Dave's Hot Chicken. Not sure if you've ever had it, but if not, I highly recommend it. Not the same kind of spice as Nashville Hot, but similar. And personally, I'd put it right up there with Fry the Coop. Okay, I've wow. seen a couple of Dave's Hot Chickens and wasn't sure what to think. So now that hmm. I see it, I will try
1: it. I have not seen it nor heard of it, so I will keep an eye on
2: Yeah, and then Pat lastly says, "Jaya, you've said that on the border are your favorite store-bought tortilla chips, but if you ever shop at Meyer, you have to check out La Fiesta chips. They're every bit as good quality as a Mexican restaurant. Definitely not your typical store-bought tortilla chip. They're a little pricey, but every time we shop at Meyer, I make sure to get a minimum of three bags. Damn. Only thing is, they might be specific to Meyer because I've never seen them anywhere else. They're usually on an end cap of an aisle, not by the other chips if you don't see them. Anyway, love the pod and keep up the good
1: work. Your fellow fat, Pat. All right. Good stuff there, Pat. Thank you. Yes. All right. Next one here is from Bobby. Okay. Simple. Okay, gents. What's the best meal for the following situations? All right. One, when you are really hot and sweaty. Okay. Hot should we go and yeah, should we answer these one at a time? Let's knock them out. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, really okay. hot so and sweaty. Really hot and sweaty. I associate that with like basic, like hot dog, you know, just like, like grilling out kind of food. You mm-hmm. know, something I can eat quickly yeah. that's simple, that doesn't require a ton of work for me. Um, I can dress it up if I want to. I can eat it plain if I want to. I can have 10 of them. Yeah, I would say yes. like your basic barbecue, hot dog, chips, pasta, salad would be my hot and sweaty food.
1: Right. The other context I think of is like, if I'm on my way back from something that was where I got really hot and sweaty, ice yeah. cream. Yeah. Yeah. Frozen Coke. So, Slurpee. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have some, if you have some of those like cheap ass gel cert popsicles in the freezer. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Always. All right. Number two, when you are really cold. This one's easy for me. Chili. Yes, or a hearty soup. Yeah, I'm I'm a chili person, big time. If I can find myself, and I know I'm I'm, I'm coming around on this, but ideally, if I can get a really hearty chili that doesn't have beans, which I know kind of works against itself, uh, that's that's my like ideal, and then I can throw in all the oyster crackers or saltines or whatever the hell you're gonna throw in there too, and oh yeah. A good chili is so tough to beat when you're cold.
2: Yeah. What do you sound like the texture of the beans? Yeah. It's a texture thing. Yeah. They really have no taste. Um, Yeah. I used to be like that too, where I didn't want beans. And then I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'll try. I'm like, Oh, these make it a lot hardier. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm like, if let's put this way. If I'm given chili with beans, I'm not being like, no, but it's like, if I have a preference, sure, sure. That's what it'd be. Fair enough. Three, when you're really angry,
2: Hmm. This seems to be a time for me to have some booze. Yeah. Maybe grab a beer, just, Mm -hmm. you know, and and just kind of chill and like, I don't know, regroup.
1: Maybe would be the way. I don't know. I don't know if I associate food with anger. I generally don't. But along with that beer and just some chips, like give me some potato chips, Fritos, something like that. Something crunchy, yeah. Boy, I'm really Something looking forward crunchy. to the chips again. Ooh.
2: I yeah. finally was able to eat the chips last night the Peppy's a little bit because of my dental surgery. Mm-hmm. But I was like being so careful with them. Yeah. I can't wait to just dive into a bag of chips again. Ugh. The little At things last, you take for granted. When you are really tired. Hmm. I'm tired. So am I trying to right like before- revitalize myself? That's what
1: I don't know. I would say because if it's like right before bed, that's that's sweets. Yeah,
2: definitely. If it's before bed, it's like a little bit of like Ben and Jerry's or something. But if I'm trying to like get out of that, I almost always get a Gatorade, first of all, Mm -hmm. to get a little bit like energy, electrolytes going. But then like that's kind of the rare time where I'll have like where I'll try to be a little bit healthier. Like if I'm feeling like exhausted, Mm -hmm. I'll try to get something that's not going to weigh me down. So maybe I get like grilled chicken or, um, you know, I eat a banana or something like that. That's going to kind of give me a little bit of natural energy mm-hmm. um, or the other way would be like, I'm just tired. I don't want to think so. I'm going to get the cheapest, closest fast food available.
1: If I'm trying to revitalize myself and it's convenient because convenience is obviously huge when you're tired. Yeah. Something spicy. Oh, something bad. spicy to wake me up.
2: Yeah, wake up all thought. the senses. That see, that's me. If I if I'm feeling like if I got a headache or a head cold, yeah, I'm like I especially just drain, just drain it out. Well, yeah, especially now you know with my new job where I have to do a podcast every day. Like if mm-hmm. I got to get that gunk out of my head, I will find something spicy and get just do the blazing well, wings. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I don't know if I can do blazing anymore, but something up there. Like I will say the um, mango habanero at B Dubs is okay is hot without killing you. It's enough to get the job done. It's sneaky hot. Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, I talked about having a beer when I'm angry, but um, going to Nick and Ivy will not make you angry. That's for damn sure. Uh, You know, Nick and Ivy by now. They've been with us for months out there in Lockport, 1026 South State Street, family owned, small business. It's an awesome place. Paul and Chrissy run the place. And what I love about them is, is their commitment to making beer for everyone, not just the few, not just the beer snobs, not just the beer aficionados, but people just want to go and have a good time. And that's kind of the vibe of Nick and Ivy. If you could think of like your favorite dive bar, right, mm-hmm. where you go in, you feel welcome, everybody's happy to see you, everybody there is having a good time. There's sports on TV, but but you add the craft beer aspect to the dive bar, uh, you know, feeling of comfort and welcome It's not a dive by any means. It's a really nice place, but it's got that vibe where everyone's just there to have fun. You know, it's not a scene. It's nothing like that. It's a a good place to sit down, settle down for a while, pull up and drink some incredible beers. And they've got tons from your traditional Europeans to all the modern styles people are falling in love with. And they embrace sports and sports culture with college football here and NFL football next weekend They're going to be on the TVs every weekend, every Thursday, every Monday. Every time there's football on, it'll be on. You've got the Cubs going for the playoffs now. You've got the White Sox also playing sports, allegedly. Um, You'll find it. Hockey is going to start. Basketball, it's all going to be there for you at Nick and Ivy. And if you love live music, they're your spot too. Every Tuesday, there's an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, live acts come and play their, their giant stage. It's awesome. And they don't do their own food, but... Lots of great stuff there in the Lockport area. Bring it in. They'll deliver there for free as well. It's an awesome place to go. And blow off some steam, hang out with some great people, and drink some great beer. Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. Their website, nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y-brewing.com. Go visit our buddies, Paul and Chrissy, out there in Lockport, 1026 South State Street.
1: Okay. This one is from Nathan. Hello, I hear, I read hello, boys, only as Brad Biggs.
2: Oh, I do it as George Hoffman. Hello,
1: boys. Oh, hello, boys. Happy to hear about that Culver's Custard deal from Rick. I'll be trying that one out myself this weekend. Although, mm. there is a Dairy Queen deal starting September 11th. Ugh. By using the app, you get an 85-cent blizzard. Oh, right. i sure it's small, but still a good deal. Okay. Also, Jay, while you're on a ramen kick, strings in Chinatown is still my goat. Okay. Happy to hear you like high five. That place was really good when I tried it. Just gotta just gotta do full spice next time. Nice. And and finally, pastries were discussed on the last episode. And I feel like mentioning Captain Bakery on 33rd in McKinley Park tried that the other morning and was very pleased for the six bucks I spent on my haul
2: nice all right good Rex've I've actually not been to high five yet I tried to go there and they were uh not open yet it was like they open at four um mm. but strings in Chinatown that's it see when traffic's really bad I always jump off on Chinatown and I kind of cut over the hallstead and go to work but strings see Chinatown I'm, I always get a little bit worried in Chinatown because I I don't want to do a like, too highly authentic okay um because I know there can be some some stuff I might not be comfortable with in there. Sure. And as much as I'm, you know, willing to try stuff this year, I do have like, I'm working my way up to it.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm.
2: I will check out strings in Chinatown. I'll check out the menu and, uh, and go, I, I know ramen doesn't get that exotic. So uh good tip. Appreciate that. Thank you, Nathan. Um, all right. Last one here comes from M in Lombard. M says, long-time listener and first-time writer, please excuse the bombardment of recommendations. I've been meaning the email you for some time. In one of your more recent episodes, you mentioned it's been a hot minute since you've had a good barbecue. Well, my friends, might I suggest Station One Smokehouse in Plainfield, Illinois? While this may require some travel, it will be 100% worth your time. We had their sampler platter, which was mighty plentiful for two plus sides. My standard bear for barbecue is ribs, and they have some of the best I've ever had. Meaty, tender, perfectly seasoned. The platter also came with smoked turkey, which is usually dry and bland to most joints. Here was a whole other level, moist and perfectly smoked. Now to the opposite end of the Chicagoland area to Pingree Grove for the Mike House Ice Cream Shop. Okay. This is a small mom and pop stand that makes ice cream super fresh. I am usually a chocolate and peanut butter gal, but have chosen to live adventurously this summer and tried their St. Louis butter cake. That's what we call Ronji. Mm. Absolutely no regrets here. (laughs) They mix in chunks of fresh butter cake that have the consistency of chewy brownies with a light raspberry jam, oh my God, into fresh vanilla ice cream. This might be the one that breaks me out of my chocolate and peanut butter shell. Get a better shell. Oh, (laughs) I don't like peanut butter ice cream. I'm very weird that way. I Mm -hmm. like peanut butter, but I don't like it in ice cream. My column. Uh, And then M says, finally for Jay, from one early maturing bird watcher to another, I recommend the Merlin Bird app from the Cornell Lab. This is a 100% free app that you can use to ID and record bird sounds. It has pinpoint accuracy along with the ability to ID by photos. You can also save your recordings and research your findings. Yes, you can geek out to your heart's content and embrace your early maturing ways. Keep up the good work. We enjoy listening weekly. That's from M and Lombard. I do have the Merlin bird app. It is Shocker. Dude, I know, but like take away the making fun of me for my oldness. It is so cool. You like go outside and mm-hmm. you hear birds chirping. Okay. And you hit the, like what it equates to the record button. And as birds chirp, the app recognizes the chirps and tells you which bird it is. So in real time, be like hmm. American Robin and like a little light will pop up next to it. It'd be like Cardinal, like Northern Cardinal. And it's at it, it that chirps. Like, so when I go on my walks with Bailey, I can walk around like through the forest preserve record, and can hear all these different birds it's really cool and then if there's one in your yard or wherever that you haven't seen before you can get a picture and -hmm. then it will tell you which bird it is it's very cool it's it's really like you could tell that the cornell lab spent tons of time developing this thing to the point where it works incredibly it's really cool it's it's a very cool thing so if you are into birding or anything like that um, go check out the Merlin bird app. It is free. It is very cool. Kind of similar to you ever seen the app. Um, I think it's called picture this where you could take a picture of a plant and we'll identify it. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's the same kind of idea, but it also has the audio element of that bird chirping is this bird. And it will also hmm. show you like, these are the kind of birds you will see like where you live. True. And here's like the monster active and then you can log like where you saw it like they have like GPS coordinates and then Cornell Lab uses that data to update their right rec- it's cool it's a very cool thing be- whatever the whatever the interest would be the science and technology of it is awesome so yeah
1: that okay i can, i can appreciate that part yeah. of it for sure
2: yeah it's it's very very cool i i think it was uh i think it was actually sarah's mom who told me about mm-hmm. that cuz she we were at her i this all started at sarah's yeah. mom's house at easter and she has like 10 bird feeders and i was like
1: staring out the window just watching the birds and well I, i'm sh- i see i wonder if the way the technology actually works is it pinpoints and it sends a signal out to the bird and its internal machinery actually like gives like gives some sort of signal back to say what type of bird it is hmm. you know because birds aren't real <laughs> You're an idiot. I was, like, I was like, "Where's he going with this one?" I thought it
2: was going to be. A, yep. It tells you where old people are, and then the birds no, fly there knowing be food. You would never. You don't
1: need that. Old people aren't moving that much. That's a little so, blow, right? No, it's just the birds aren't real people. You That's know? right. Yeah. Check out the movement. Exactly. Anywho, <laughs> follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon uh, or Spotify to contribute if you would like. Also, I'm Fat Check out if there's not a sale going on right now, then maybe wait about like 24 hours and it'll probably be another one. So, we got lots of great options in our time space to Mark Allen Fishman for those. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. To subscribe we're getting close to that 1000 mark and then like each video as well that helps us out in terms of numbers and all that stuff and speaking of juking numbers subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed and please leave us the old five-star rating and review we got a couple new ratings this week thank you to the people that did that uh and the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazdo forland park fredo's culinary kitchen and nick and ivy brewery
2: I have dates for the T public sales.
1: Oh, Write okay. I just forward.
2: found the email that went to my spam. Okay, so okay. this sale ends today. If you're listening on Monday, September 4th, you get mm-hmm. 35% off today only. The next sale is September 16th and 17th. And then you have another one September 28th through 30th. So put those in your okay. calendar if you're looking to stock up at
1: imfatmerch.com.
2: All right, sorry. Back to your thing.
1: He's Jay. I'm Rick. And this. Is the I'm Fab Podcast.
0: 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cooks, 100 taters, that's 100 pizzas, 100 taters, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.